Powerful story, huh? The sad thing is it's not an isolated case. It's happening as we sit here right now. Hundreds of such stories happen every day, or worse. Um, in many of the lands around the world that we'll be looking at here shortly. You have an opportunity today. You were given a little handout that looks like this, and you were given a card. There's several different fronts to the card. The back, the back side is blank, and that's the important part. And you'll notice that uh, our instructions here on the, on the big sheet is to, uh, are to write to your family. Write to a family. Doesn't have to be the family that's talked about right here. Maybe you don't know who your card's going to. But pull out your card, and while we're having the rest of the service, while you're looking at the, uh, the pictures, if you will, of the persecuted church around the world, uh, write down something that could be universally used. A scripture. A scripture would be great. A prayer. Remember he said... When you're praying for these people who have been persecuted, pray also for the persecutors. That's just as important. I know from having been with people who have been beaten, tortured, uh, thrown in jail, that they do not want us to pray that they would be taken out of that situation. What they want us to pray for is boldness in the midst of that situation because it is in that boldness in the midst of the fire that they can show God's love to the people around them who are persecuting them. And then there is truly a change. We've got some, some wonderful missionary workers, indigenous pastors out there in the world. Uh, we need to consider that. These, these cards we want you to bring up at the close of the service and put in the baskets and we'll take care of sending them for you. You won't have to worry about sending so don't leave space for an address or anything. We will uh, assemble them and send them in. One, one note it says here do not mention voice of the martyrs or include your home address on these cards. Keep your message brief. I would say write it in simple English too because many of the places that these cards would go the people don't don't speak great English but they do speak some English so keep it simple uh, and do not make negative comments about the governments we don't know who will see these cards whose hands they will be delivered into eventually so don't make any negative comments about any governments or any any uh, authorities. Remember this is meant as an encouraging note to your brothers and sisters in Christ. A prayer, a short scripture is all that we really need. And then drop them in the baskets up here. I was thinking about a scripture that I could read to you and man, I have, I've spent all week trying to just determine which one the Lord wanted me to use. And I ended up with Ephesians chapter 6. Paul's giving instructions, seems to everybody, 
He's talked to husbands and wives now. He's talking to children, telling them what to do. He's talking to fathers, what do they do? Slaves, what should they do? Masters, what should they do? And he says in verse 10 of chapter 6 of Ephesians, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We see these images on TV of ISIS and what they're doing. It's not against those people. There's an evil that's penetrating the world. That's where the battle is. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, when it comes, it doesn't say if it comes, when it comes, the day of evil, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit in all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. That's what we're going to have an opportunity to do today. I want to run through some, some facts with you real quick, and then we need to get to that prayer time because that's the important part of today. There is a persecuted church out there around the world. I don't know whether you've even considered that or not. We are so fortunate, so blessed to live in a land where we can come and worship or stay at home in the, under the covers on Sunday. People in other parts of the world don't even have the freedom to worship God with others. They have to do it in the privacy of their houses. Many places are not allowed to have a copy of God's Word. They're not allowed to gather with other people and pray together. So what is Christian persecution? What is this we're talking about? The, the uh, definition that Voice of the Martyrs uses is this. Any unjust treatment, discrimination, or marginalization as a consequence of bearing the name of Jesus Christ. Not just, not just persecution, but persecution because you are willing to speak up and share the name of Jesus Christ. And there's a lot of different types of persecution uh, that, that come on the next slide there. I don't know whether you can read that or not. Some of them, imprisonment, murder, physical abuse, rape, de death threats, emotional abuse, um, destroying places of worship, uh, slavery arbitrary interference with one's privacy, family, home, or correspondence, constant surveillance, travel restrictions, restrictive legislation, and mass killings that take place. Why are Christians being persecuted? Well, there's several reasons, but the three most important are these. 
There's religious extremism. We see that in the country of Pakistan, happening from the, uh, from the Muslim faith, extreme Muslim faith. Political and ideological reasons are another reason for being persecuted. North Korea, the political government there wants nothing to compete with them. So people are persecuted if they have any any faith in, in, in anything other than the communist uh, government that, that leads them. And social reasons, social reasons like in Miramar. Um, people are kicked out of their homes, they're kicked out of their villages, they're, they've given up their jobs, their livelihood, all because they want to share Jesus with others. The world's worst persecutors, and I think I put this on your little, uh, your little handout on the front. You can see North Korea leads the pack. Isn't that wonderful? Somalia, Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, Sudan, Iran, Pakistan, Eritrea, and Nigeria. The ten worst uh, persecutors around the world but there are many other places where persecution is rampant and the unfortunate thing is or or the fortunate thing is 80% of the persecution that takes place is against Christians it's not really against Buddhists or Hindus or any other group it's against Christians 80% of the persecution is against Christians each month that we go through, there's 322 Christians that are killed for their faith. 214 churches and Christian properties are destroyed each month. I just got a message from my friends in Nepal that uh, last month, October, 10 of their churches were destroyed, were bombed and destroyed. Uh, 772 forms of violence are committed against Christians every month each and every month. Seventy million Christians have been killed for their faith since the church's founding in the first century. Seventy million people. Sixty-five percent of that seventy million happened in the last century, 21st century. So more people were killed for their faith in the, in the 20th century, I should say, than in all the centuries prior to that put together. There's some stories that we could share. Uh, there are, there are uh, handouts over here at the info table, I see them, that are brochures from Voice of the Martyrs. If you're not familiar with them, we've, we've used them every year here when we've talked about the persecuted church, but if you're not familiar with them, pick up one of those and read some of the stories, the actual stories of pastors and, and Christians in countries. Stories of imprisonment. You've, you've heard of this pastor in Iran, uh, Pastor Saeed Abedini. He was imprisoned in September 2012 for work in a house church movement there. Just going to encourage Christians in that country. He was sentenced to eight years in jail on charges of swaying youth away from Islam. And at least 20 other Christians are detained in jails across uh, Iran for the same thing, for sharing their faith. In Pakistan, a young lady named Asia Noreen was arrested in 2009. She's in, been in the news as well. 
She's the first woman to receive the death sentence under the blasphemy law. In other words, telling people that Jesus is the only way. Muhammad is not the way. And to date, Asia Noreen still remains imprisoned. As far as we know, she has not been executed. There are stories of oppression, and you've seen these in the news too. The Coptic Christian, Christians in uh, uh, Egypt, they were really persecuted here about a year and a half ago. The, the, the government has, since the uh, army has taken back over the government, it, it's, it's lessened a little bit, but the Coptic Christians in Egypt have always been persecuted. Uh, the times that we have been to, to Israel on, on uh, trips, you know, uh, out of, out of, e out of uh, Israel, um, our guides are always Coptic Christians, and they're always eager to tell us of their faith and of the faith of the many thousands of Christians across the land of Egypt that we don't hear about. North Korea, we already mentioned that. Little Kim and his dynasty. It's the most difficult place in the world to be a Christian. Christianity is forbidden. About 50 to 70,000 people are held in labor camps for their faith. 50 to 70,000 people. The Syrians, uh, the Christians in Syria, I should say. We, we see that in the news all the time. Uh, the worst displacement of religious uh, communities in recent times is taking place in Syria. Some of us went down to the Packathon this past Friday night, and I think as a group we, we packaged 19,200 meals, if I remember. I think that's the figure. And those meals are going to northern Iraq to refugee camps for people that have come out of Syria. Those meals. So it touches us personally here in this church when when we know that we are helping in some way with the displaced refugees. Iraqi Christians. I, I, I read that uh, at the end of the Gulf War, there's something like 500,000 Iraqi Christians. In Iraq today, you can't find a Christian. They've all been run out. Uh, stories of violence. You've got the Sri Lanka attack here. Uh, in 2013, there were 103 incidences of persecution. In 2014, it rose to 111. In 2015, so far, and this was beginning of the summer, it was 50. So they're right on track to, to beat the figure in 2015. In Nigeria, in 2011, 350 churches were destroyed. In 2012, 900 Christians were killed. In 2014, Boko Haram... Uh, killed 2,053 Christians in six months, the first six months of this year. Stories of martyrdom, like in India, this pastor uh, Sanjivulu, on 11th of January in 2014, four men pretending that they wanted to have prayer with the pastor uh, came to him and were let in. They stabbed him and beat him with sticks and clubs, and he died two days later of his injuries. So what can we do here in Little River, Long, South Carolina? What, what in the world can we do? And what impact can you and I have on these instances around the world? Should we try to do anything? Of course we should. Raise your voice. Speak up for the suffering in the faith. 
be intelligent about it. Read everything you can. Listen to everything you can about the suffering of Christians around the world. It's important for us. It's vitally important for us. We are the ones that are going to encourage and support them, not necessarily with, with money and, and, and uh, other resources, but with prayer. That's, if you were to talk to them today, that's what they want more than anything else. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, it says in Proverbs 31. For the rights of all who are destitute. Speak and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. John MacArthur has this quote that I love. He says, In prayer, human impotence casts itself at the feet of divine omnipotence. In prayer. That's what we need to do. On our prayers, on our knees, praying for these people in other lands. Get acquainted with all the happenings of the persecuted church. Voice of the Martyrs is just one uh, organization through which you can get uh, monthly updates. I get a monthly newsletter from them about what's happening. There are others. If you, if you are seriously interested, see me and I'll give you a name of five or six different organizations that you can compile um, information from. Find out what is really happening out there. As a church, we need to preach and teach on persecution. And we do. We do that every year here. But we need to do it more often. We don't do it often enough. You know, if you've been around here, that I am a missions-minded person. I've been to other parts of the world uh, where persecution is rampant. Uh, it's an important thing to me. I've seen it firsthand. And I want us to be involved in that. I want us to take the, the, the forefront in, in praying for our brothers and sisters around the world. But we've got, to, we've got to know about it. I need to bring it up more often. I can't bring it up too often in, in the services that we have on Sundays. So how can we pray? You can pray scripturally. Uh, this handout that you got that looks like this. On the back has ten different ways you can pray for the persecuted church around the world. And each one of those, they've given you a wonderful uh, scripture that goes along with it. Use this as a devotional this week. Work through this, this uh, list of ten uh, things, ten ways to pray for our persecuted family. That's one thing you can do. Pray sensitively. Ask God to break your heart for what breaks his heart. That's what we want. Whatever is, is uh, breaking God's heart needs to touch us also. We need to have the same compassion that, that he has for the people that are being persecuted around the world. Pray systematically. Don't just once in a while say, Okay, I'm, I'm going to say a little prayer for somebody that I hear. Maybe you could, uh, when you listen to the news, every time you hear a country mentioned, stop and pray for that country. Stop and pray for the Christians in that country. Maybe you could devote, uh, I like to do this uh, in, in prayer during the week, instead of going through a, a whole list every day, I, I devote a day to praying for missionaries, a, a day for praying for the persecuted church, a day for praying for this church, a day for praying for um, our government. You know, Devote a day, one of your days, that you're going to... Every, every prayer that you're going to have that day is about the persecuted church around the world. 
and pray spontaneously too riding down the the road and you think about maybe a picture that you've seen here maybe an article that you've read say a prayer say a prayer for that person for those people for that country and again for the persecutors as well as the persecuted um, voice of the martyrs every year asks us to remember the people in chains around the world in an international day of prayer for the persecuted church and I'm happy to say that we have we have done that every year since we've been a church it's an important thing for us this table is set up here in the middle of the room because it should be the focus of our attention uh, and you'll see different uh, colors on the map here the uh, the the uh, yellow or orange uh, things are the restricted countries. You, you can be a Christian, but you're suppressed most of the time. Uh, and the governments could sway very easily to being hostile toward Christians. Just very, overnight, they could become hostile. The red countries, dark, uh, I guess if you're a South Carolina fan, the garnet colors here, are uh, hostile countries. Countries where you cannot share your faith. When, where you cannot openly admit that you're a Christian, where you cannot have a copy of God's Word in your native tongue, where you cannot meet in houses as a group and, and hold a worship service or prayer together. And then the uh, green ones that are uh, listed here are the ones that Voice of the Martyrs and other groups are, are watching very closely to see where they're going to go. They're tending toward religious persecution, but they're not there yet. So they're watching those, and they will, of course, let the, let the masses around the world know as changes take place. What I would like to ask you to do is to come up. Come up around this table. Um, put your hand on the map anywhere. Any, if there's a specific country that you feel a tug on your heart right now that you need to pray for, that would be the place. Put a finger on it. If you can't get to the table because somebody's in front of you, put your hand on the shoulder of the person in front of you as, as they pray. And come and pray individually for those countries. I want, to I want us to take some time. I think we have a mic somewhere. Where'd you put that, John? Oh, you have it. Okay. Duh. Well, come on up. You can hold that as well as I can. Come on up, just now, if you feel so inclined, and pray out loud for the countries. Uh, Father, we commit this map to you. It's a map of the world. My brothers and sisters in Nepal, the sisters, I should say, in Nepal, every Tuesday night roll out a map of the United States they don't have a clue where South Carolina is or California or anything else, but they lay their hands on a state in the United States and pray for us because they know that we have freedom and they want to have the same freedom that we do. So, Father, we just pray as, as the folks come around this map that they will, uh, that they will feel your presence, that they will be... Uh, urged to pray for a specific country, a specific people's group, if you will, and that those people in the other, on the other side of the world, if it is, 
uh, would know that we, in fact, have brothers and sisters here praying for them constantly, every day. Let the Lord hear your prayers. Lord, I uh, just want to uh, ask you to protect our children, our daughter and son-in-law who are in Indonesia. And uh, we feel a need, uh, especially for your protection with them and uh, their boldness that they can convey uh, their love of Christ to those who are, uh, who are they, uh, the ones that they are administering to. Indonesia being the largest Muslim country in the world and they picked a particular spot and I just uh, thank you God that they've administered uh, their love for you there in uh, Indonesia. Edge of protection around Sarita and Sunda and Nepal. I know that they're being persecuted daily and their families are being persecuted. So please bless them and just put a hedge of protection around them. Thank you. In your precious son's name. Amen. Holy Spirit, I just pray for the saints in Ethiopia. Just let them feel your presence as they're persecuted. We just pray that you will just bring people up that will just be around them, that they can just feel your love, and that they will not back down as they're persecuted, and they will just grow in numbers. Just come, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We thank you for those. We thank you that they are willing to be strong and to stand up for you. May they know that you love them, that there are people praying for them. May they know that in all that they do, they are witnessing for you. Thank you, Lord, for them. Thank you, Jesus. And for those persecuting them, let them be able to pray Feel God's presence in the Holy Spirit, but yes. we all are able to do each and every day. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Father God, I pray that you would open the hearts of the people in India to hear the message of your love. I pray, Father, for those who are speaking that message, that you would so fill them with your spirit that it would overflow, and that each person they come in contact with would truly feel the love of God, that they would not feel attacked in any way, but that they would receive that message of love and that they would respond in faith. Lord, I pray that if I was ever in a situation where my, I would be persecuted for my faith, that I would stand strong. Mm. Just, I would, even to death, that some of these people are committed to, I, I marvel at their faith and at their commitment. I just pray, oh God, that you would instill within me that same desire and love of Christ that uh, he died on the cross for our sins. 
Dear Father, I do. I lift up our brothers and sisters throughout this world, those who are carrying your message. Holy Spirit, empower them. As only you can, empower them with boldness. Empower them with your love. God, your love that is poured into their hearts, and may that love flow to those they are delivering that message to, and may their hearts, the hearts of those who are receiving that message, be open so that they can come into your kingdom and they can be brothers and sisters in your kingdom and no longer persecute others, but be a part of carrying your message and continue to carry your message throughout this world so that your love, wow, it can just, it can just flow and it can be felt by all. They are just such an inspiration to us, Lord. And Lord, we are so proud of them, Lord, that they stand in the darkest of places, Lord, and in the most trying times of their lives. And Lord, we just honor them in, in our hearts, Lord, today, and thank you for their example. And Lord Jesus, we ask you to stand by Lord, stand by each one. Lord, speak words of encouragement. Lord, speak words of strength. And Lord, we pray that they would also stand. Lord, having done all, that they would stand in these days. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for them. And Lord, we just count it an honor to stand with them, Lord to encourage and strengthen them now, Lord, in their hour of trial. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, that ever since the entrance of Jesus into this world, that you have been working on the hearts of people. We just thank you for that because you're the one who calls us. You're the one that changes us. And we just know that as you have been doing for centuries, that you will continue to intervene and you will call people to prayer and you will call people to go. And we just thank you. You're such a mighty God. You love people, and you want everyone to know about Jesus. And we just pray and thank you. Thank you for George, for our church. Thank you how George helps us to break down how to pray because it seems overwhelming. And just continue to bless um, each of us here and... Um, continue to hear your voice in our hearts, continue to change us to be more and more like Jesus each day. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Lord, Lord, make our saints invisible to those who would do them harm. Uh, change the hearts of those who wish to do these, our saints harm. Change their hearts for the good, Lord. Um, especially in India 
and China. Uh, Lord, be with these folks and protect them from the evil one. Lord Jesus, we read in your word that the early Christians, when they were threatened and, and beaten, and they gathered and they appealed to you, acknowledging you as God, creator of heaven and earth. So, Lord, we know that you are creator of heaven and earth. And that when the heathen rage and the rulers of the earth imagine vain things, your word says that he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. For you are almighty God. Amen. And your saints are the people of the almighty God. And, Lord, as we read in your word that you bowed low and you came down and you, when they prayed, and they said, grant with your, your servants that with all boldness they'd proclaim your word by granting that signs and wonders would be done in the name of Jesus. And the, when they prayed, the place was shaken and the Holy Spirit was poured out and they spoke the word of God with boldness and great grace was upon them all. And with great power, they gave witness to the resurrection of Jesus. For those now who suffer and bear for your name's sake and for righteousness, righteousness sake around the world, Father, we pray that you would rend the heavens and come down, that you would glorify your name. And as Isaiah prayed, that you would rend the heavens, come down, and manifest your name, declare your name to your people, and let the glory of God be upon the church. Special grace and mercy. Lord, we, don't, Lord, we know that your word says that out of weakness they were made strong. And we know that you've been come down and, and that you visit in a special way those who are suffering for your name's sake. So, Lord, we pray, give them special grace. Lord, those who are suffering, those, Lord, that, who would be facing fear and torments and deaths and persecutions, let the presence of God and the angel of the Lord come and go to them now in special ways to encourage and strengthen and comfort them. And Lord, grant them, even as Stephen, when he was being stoned, he looked up and saw the glory of God and Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Amen. I pray that you would grant them visions of your own presence. Visions of your own presence, Lord, that even as the angels came and ministered to Jesus in the garden, I pray that you would send your angels and the presence of the Holy Spirit to minister to them in special ways. We pray for those who suffer all around the world. Lord Jesus, hear the cries that we pray today, but also for all the others who cry. And hear the cries of those who are suffering, who are calling upon your name. And even as we see in Revelation, those saints who, who died and who were slain for your name, even they call out to you and say, Lord, how long? We pray that you would bend close and pour out your presence and your grace and your strength to them and give us courage for we have not yet resisted to blood but Lord give us grace and strength for what lies before us also but right now we pray for them give them your presence and help in Jesus name Amen. Lord help us to do more we stand and look at a map thousands and thousands of miles away and we can't see them face to face, but they're they're getting beat down, Lord. They're they're struggling just like we struggle. But we can stand around this map, and we can we can be brothers and sisters in Christ, and we can uh, we can share our faith. We have the ability to do more, Lord God. Convict my heart, Lord, to do more.
to focus, Lord God, on the needs of people that are getting persecuted way more than we are, Lord God. Way more, Lord. Thicken our skin. Bring us to a focus, Lord God, at Renovation Vineyard Church that we can, we can help and make a difference, Lord God. I just praise that. I just praise the ability to just, just do more, Lord God. Just thank you. We never be ashamed yes. to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever we are, to whomever. My Father God, I want to praise you, and I want to ask you to remind all of our veterans, all of our soldiers who are in harm's way today, mm. that they can rely on Ephesians. Mm. When their weapons fail, Lord, you have the weapons that they need. Yes, Lord. And Lord, I just want to pray for everyone who's in harm's way today. For what they are going through, and Lord, remind them again of Ephesians. They have all the weapons they need in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we just pray for all of the in this country, Lord. But we also have to be aware that they're here already in this country. Lord, if we don't start praying for them each day and here in the United States, they will soon be here in our churches and so on. It's already been proven by destiny you know, in the church. And Lord, we just want you to watch over everyone, watch over those people there and here, and let us be dedicated each day to pray for persecuted Christians in other countries and here in the United States. We pray for the leadership of our country that they will be able to take care of the situation with ISIS and the other groups, Lord, that uh, they would stop, stop them. And Lord, you're in charge, you're in control, you know what's going on before we do. And Lord Jesus, we love you and we know you will be able to take care of everything and I wonder at times when I look at the TV and see these persecuted Christians, how I would that react? Mm -hmm. Okay, would I stand up for the Lord God? You know, but these are the things that go through your mind. It's heavy on my heart. It's sad. It's just unbelievable that this world is turning to that and Satan is working overtime with everything. So Lord God, just, you know, tell them, Get play Satan to flee, and let us pray that Satan flees from this country and every other country, Lord. And I just thank you and love you in Jesus' precious name. Watch over everyone here. Father, Father God, I just pray particularly for those who suffer in North Korea. Father, I've, I've been to South Korea and served there, and I, I see just what wonderful people open to, to hear your word, Lord, that they are, and that there's so many families that are separated from, from loved ones by the demilitarized zone, Lord, and I see what an evil regime it is there, just to see the, the faces of those who, who live there and live in fear, Father God, that they, that this Kim Jong-un would be worshipped as a deity, Lord, and as Herod refuse to give you glory, Lord. I pray that you bring this man down just for his arrogance and that he would stand where you rightly should stand, Lord. And I just pray that you will, you will destroy this regime, Lord, from the inside out, Father God. And I just thank you for, 
for, for your love, Lord, and I pray that, that you will encourage those Christians, Lord, who are, who are spending time in these concentration camps, Lord, being tormented, Father God, that you will give them strength. And I pray this in the name of our precious Savior, Jesus. Amen. and the families that are persecuted because they are persecuted. They're displaced. Father God, I pray that you will bring your spirit down on all these children and just give them strength and, and give them faith. Father God, build their little faiths. But I, I pray protection over all these babies and all these children that they are, they are made to do horrible things. Father God, I just... I pray over the children of the persecuted church. I pray this in Jesus' name. Lord, we know the enemies come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus, you said that you came that we might have life and have it more abundant, Lord Jesus. Father, we pray life into these Christians, uh, Father, that are being persecuted, Lord God, your life, Father. Uh, everlasting life, Lord God. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray that you would take the veils from the ones that are persecuting, Lord, even as Saul was persecuting the church, Lord God. Father, your word says you took the veils from his eyes that he might see, Lord God. Take the veils from their eyes that they might see what they're doing, Lord God. And Father, give them life as well, Lord mm. Jesus, we pray. Um, Father, we come against the enemy, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ, yes. Lord, we pray that you'd break those strongholds, Father, over these nations in the name of Jesus. Uh, Father, we thank you for it, Lord God. We pray your spirit would continue to overflow, Lord God, in these Christians, Lord Jesus. Uh, Father, that they would walk in, in spirit and truth, Lord Jesus, as your word says, Father. They would go boldly, Lord God, proclaiming the name of Jesus. Yeah. And Father, we know that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow Amen. and every tongue will confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Take the veils from their eyes, God, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, your word tells us that in the last days, great darkness will be upon the earth. But in that, the light shines brighter. And that's you, Lord. We thank you that not only we have your word, but we have your Holy Spirit, the comforter who is our strength and our shield, who is our ever-present help in times of trouble. Lord, we're standing in the gap for our brothers and sisters. And we thank you that we are not a people without hope, for we have you, Lord. And Lord, it's been said, and I'll say it again, Lord, overwhelm our brothers and sisters with a stronger, greater presence of you, that you are with them, that you are their buckler and their shield. You are their ever-present help in times of trouble, and they are not alone, that you are our great hope. And you are in charge. You pick the kings and rulers of this world. Nothing takes you by surprise. We bless you and praise you, Lord, that even now around the world, our brothers and sisters feel your presence and your power. And Lord, so many are persecuted, but the apple of your eye is the greatest nation of persecution that's being persecuted. Your people, Israel, who is the apple of the, your eye. 
we also lift up the nation of Israel. Father, I thank you for our brothers and sisters around this table. Thank you for their hearts. I thank you for our brothers and sisters around the world who at this very moment are taking time to pray for the persecuted church along with us. The communion of saints, if you will. There's power in corporate prayer. There's power in group prayer. We call on you. We beg you to pour out your spirit in those lands. More than anything else, Lord, I pray that your glory would, be, would show through everything that takes place. It's you we glorify. It's you who will change the hearts of the very worst persecutors in the world. We rely on you. We trust you, Lord. We love you. We know that you love them more than anything else in the world. So we give them over to you this morning. Do with them as you see fit. But bring honor to yourself and glory to yourself. In Jesus' name, amen.